So it's just going to be good. But we're starting a brand new series today. Isn't that fun? It's just kind of like, woo. It's just, you know, it's a new series, man. It's so I love new series. And we're, we're, we're going to be speaking for several weeks on our faith. And what faith is. And, and with a new series, we get to get back into the book again, the Word of God today. So I'm going to throw something at you. going to mess you up just a little bit. Do this. Go to Hebrews chapter 12. I'm serious. Don't. I, would I lie from the pulpit? Would I lie from the pulpit? I wouldn't do that to y'all. Now, if y'all tired of Hebrews chapter 12, you need to pray. If you're tired of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, you need to pray. You are not a Christian <laughs> if you are tired of these two verses. So, uh, but uh, it's just been fun. I, I, I wish I could go on, and, and, uh, and we are going to go on. And I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, we read this as a foundational text for, this, for the series is what we're teaching, that sort of stuff. But y'all know me. I pump a lot of word in you, and I put a lot of stuff in you. So I would encourage you to do this. I would encourage you to take your worship guide, flip it over, write some stuff down, write these scriptures down, take notes, and uh, go back and study all this stuff later. Listen to the podcast about 12 times, and then you'll probably start doing it, you know, somewhere along that eighth time, listening to that thing. So, but just... Um, Hebrews verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says this. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. I'm just thinking about that word surrounded for a minute. We've been talking about three months in this verse, and we ain't even saying really too much about surrounded. Uh, you ever been surrounded by something? I remember when I was uh, in high school and uh, we had... Um, Went to the Trojan land, baby, the Carolina Trojans, and uh, they, yeah, and uh, see, train, and uh, it was just, I mean, it was, they was just, I don't know, it was just, it was a good school, man, but there was just always a lot of this stuff going on in our school, man. It was just, it was just always just stuff going on in our school. Me and my close buddies, we, 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 you know, if you hung around me a real long time, you have heard, heard me talk about this a little bit, I won't say much, but we, you know, we, we was just tight, we, we had each other's back, you know, and something happened, something went down, you know, we had each other's back, and, and there was some talk, some smack going on between, between him and some guys or whatever, you know, and I told him, man, you know, I got your back, man, it's me and you. You know, you know, some half as I'm going, I'm going to go down with you. It was, it was Peter and Jesus, man. I told him, man, it was, uh, you know, I'm going, I'm going to do this. And, and I did. I was a man of my word. And I, 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 you know, I, I say something, I try to do it. I don't always do it, but I try to do it. And, and I, 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 I said that to him and sure enough, that the time came. And we were sitting in the lunchroom eating Something on our plate. I don't even know what that stuff is. You don't know what you call that stuff that we had in there. You know, if it wasn't a square pizza, you know, I, the rest of it is hard to describe. The square pizza is good, so, but I love that. But, amen. Any witnesses about the square pizza in school, man? I, I, I used to go have lunch with my kids just so I could eat square pizza. And, uh, that's just good stuff. But, I mean, you know, the rest of it, I don't know what it was. But we were sitting there, and we was eating, and, you know, we was hanging out. And, and sure enough, it was put to the test because as we looked up, we were surrounded. I mean, surrounded. And I don't know how this guy pulled this off, but I think he, you know, he, he got on the horn and he called every one of his peoples and, and they all got together and surrounded us. Because, I mean, it was as far as the eye could see around the Carolina High School uh, lunchroom. We were surrounded. 
And so it was in a place to where then I had to make the decision if I still had his back or not, or if I took my tray and I slid on over a little bit and said, yeah, y'all get him, you know, get to do this. No, but I, I didn't. I had his back, and I said, man, I guess we just need to go ahead and face this. And we slid our plate back, and we stood up, and as we turned around, I loved God. I love Jesus, and he had his hand on me way back then because the principals and some teachers, and they all come through, and they got me and him and him and his little cohort, and we had to go to the principal's office yet again, mom and daddy. My mom and dad's here today, and so they're shaking their head. They remember those times. It happened several times, and uh, again, God's grace. I understand it a whole lot better, but we were surrounded. And, you know, this is what I'll tell you. We, we, we talked about this verse yesterday. To think about the fact, man, that we today are surrounded, that all these guys that have went through and, and had, had, had come through the situations and circumstances and all the junk that we deal with in life, they, they came through it. And they are witnesses today of what Jesus done back then and how God took a situation. And today, if we would look at that, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. And I'm so thankful that God is raising up now witnesses to become a part of that tribe, to become a part of that family. And God is doing great things. So we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. That's, I love that. And it says this. It says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Hmm. And let us run with endurance. Somebody say endurance. endurance. Man. You know, we got, man, we got to have endurance. We, we, we got to have that. The you know, Bible says a lot about endurance. It says he who endures to the end will be saved. And, and, we, and we says we have need of endurance. And, and endurance is such a great thing. And the enemy is, is doing this. He's out to stop and he's out to kill and steal and destroy your endurance. You do understand that. That's why we, 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 we talk about these things and we, we come together and we read this word and we build ourselves up in the most holy faith and we get in this word together because of this, this fact. The enemy is trying to get you to stop where you're at because he understands this. The little G, the little God of this world understands if you stay on that track, if you continue on this race, of this journey of faith, if you continue on this place, he understands this, that the big G, the big God of this world who has this plan for your life, you will come to the place if you endure, you will come to the place that you succeed, you're victorious, you have this promise that God has given to you, and you win. Because here's the deal, this little G can't steal the word from you. He tries, and he'll do this, and, and, and they're sick. But he really can't steal this. He can't stop this promise. He can't stop the word of God from coming into effect in your life if you continue on and you endure. That's a good place to say amen. 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 All right, we're going to get there sooner or later. Endurance. And it says this. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Say that with me. Our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured. Oh, dude, I ain't got some more revelation. I'm going to preach for a second. Hold on now. Good gracious. In, I don't think about that. I didn't even think about that endure, but I was thinking about endure. Do you understand what he did? He endured the cross. He, he kept going. He got beat on a whipping post, got all these things, and, and got this cross laid upon his back and had to carry this thing, and, and he did not stop. He endured to the end. He said, you take me on up there. He, he said, I refuse to quit. He took him all the way, all the way to the cross, all the way to the place to where he stretched out his hands, had, it, had his arms and legs nailed to a cross, 
cross, a sword pierced his side, crown of thorns upon his head, and then he said it is finished because he understood this. If he endured, you could be here today. Son, that is good. Endured the cross. Son, I'm happy. You may not be there yet, but I already am because I understand some stuff. If I keep enduring, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get something. Endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Good gracious, let's pray. Lord, wow, you're just way better than us, to us than we deserve, and we thank you for it, and we love you for it, and we give you praise for it today, God. We thank you for enduring the cross, the shame, enduring the sin, and enduring all that you did for us so that we could be in this place today and hear your word. And God, we could celebrate together today. And God, I pray for our faith in this room. I pray, Lord, that today we'll realize and we'll see how important our faith is and how that this is the connector to everything we've discussed and talked about over the last couple of months. Lord, just let your word be real in us. Lord, I pray, God, it just be uh, an evidence today, God, of who you are. And we just thank you for that today. In the name of Jesus, somebody say it. Amen. 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 Again, a brand new series. I mean, our faith. I, I just... Man, I, as I just think about this, it just, it, it's just it's so amazing to, to think about all of these promises, all that we've discussed, all that we've talked about over the last couple of months, and, and, and this is going to be the factor. I believe that. I believe God's going to bring some things together. I believe that through this teaching and through this word, that there's going to be some moments and some stuff's just going to click. It's just going to make sense. Uh, this morning, we were coming to church, and, and, and my, my five-year-old, he was in the back seat, and, and he had his milk, and, and he got through with his cup, and he was like, Daddy, here, get this. And I was like, no, son. I said, just stick it in your cup holder. Just, I mean, just a simple thing. And all of a sudden, just something clicked for him. You know, he's in this school now. He's in K-5, and he's learning some stuff, and, and his stuff starting to make some sense to him. And he said, oh, and I was like, Okay. Oh. He said, it's a match. And I was like, I was trying to think back, man, in my kindergarten years. I just remember sleeping in kindergarten. I don't remember nothing else, you know, playing kitchen or something and, and sleeping. But, you know, they teach them a lot more nowadays. That's good. You know, but I mean, he was like, it's a match. And he said, cup, huh, holder. And, he, and he, he's... He's saying all this stuff, yeah, you know, I, 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 I've been trying to read with him and teaching this stuff, and he got his little progress report thing that comes home every day, and, and it had a smiley face, which was God's grace and an operation, if you know, Caleb. And it was, a, it, was a, it was a smiley face, and it was written in green. Green's good. He's been a lot of orange. I don't know if he's just trying to become a Clemson fan early in life or what, but he's been a lot of orange. Oh, glory to Jesus. There's all this orange. But, but he had this written in green, and I said, you know what that says, Caleb? He said, it says. And he was like, what did I said, it says. And so I helped him out. Good. That's how you do it. I mean, I say, now it's the teacher was in me coming out. And I just said, it is good. And so now if he sees that and he tries to read that, he don't just say it's good. He said, it's good. So I don't know if that's, again, this, he's going to be a Pentecostal preacher. I don't know what it is, good. But, but he, he said, that's good. And I was like, man, that's awesome. But we was in there, we was coming to church, and it was fun. I was like, man, stick your cup in the cup holder. And he said, cup holder. And he said, that's a match. It matches for older. 
And I said, glory to God, man, that's awesome. I mean, so he did. He just got a revelation just going down the road, coming to church. He realized the match, the connection that was there. So I'm telling you, it was just like when he said that, I kind of giggled and Adam left and, and we had a good time. But, but it was just like, oh, Lord, just kind of spoke something. He said, man, there's going to be some, some revelation moments through this teaching. For some of you guys. And it's going to be good. It's just, you're just going to be going the road, and all of a sudden, you're going to say, glory. You know, I mean, Jesus. Just something going to happen in you. It's just going to be, it's just going to be awesome. So, so just, just, just be prepared for it. Get ready for it. So it's just going to be good. But again, as we talk about our faith, I'm going to throw some stuff, just, just, just a quick glimpse of what we're going to be talking about. Our, rest, our faith is restful. It's trust. It's love. It's peace. It's hope. You can't write this down. You can hope, patient, practical, victorious. It's vocal. It's growing. It's sure. It's substance. And it's evidence. It's our faith. It's our faith. I, I, I truly believe this, or I wouldn't do this, but I believe that God can do anything he wants to do with our faith. I believe there are no limitations to what, what the Lord wants to do in our life. I believe everything that's in here that God said, and there is a connector. When we get connected with him through our faith, there are no limits. Everything comes off. All the boundaries escape. The fences come down. The barriers have to fall. When we get into the connection, understand that through our faith, God can do anything he wants to do. I believe that. I believe that. And this faith thing, man, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. We put it in the name of our church, but it is just, it is a big deal. The, you know, we can't even please God without faith. You know, we can go through everything, all the religious things and the stuff, and we can do all the things and do them well and, and measure up to the checklist and, and do everything that's out there and still not please God with those things. It's faith that pleases him. I understand this, that faith is a thing that moves mountains in our life. Faith is a thing that connects us to God. It is through faith that we were saved. There is no other way. There is no other place we can get to him. We're drawn by the Spirit of God, and it's through faith in the Son of Jesus that we come to the saving knowledge of Jesus, and we live our life now for him throughout this thing by our faith. Now, as I've been, been looking at some of this stuff, Today, the market's flooded. There's so many faith books out there. There's so many faith CDs out there, and there's, there's faith podcasts out there, and, and there's a lot of things that are out there, and it is great stuff. But I think a lot of times we have these things. We have the CDs. We have the books. We have the podcast. We have the poster on the wall, the scripture on the refrigerator, but we're not really living by faith. Really, by faith. Because faith will do some things in our life. Real faith will do this. Real faith will determine your future. Instead of your future being determined by your faith. Now hear that. I mean, it, 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 is, it, is, it is really an amazing thing. When you think about our future being determined by our faith, instead of doing this, letting our future be determined by, well, maybe... He may do this, and he, he, he may do this thing, and he, he may... I'm, I'm thinking the pastor's going... About half of what he says that God can do, it's not true. Everything in this book is true. Amen. Now, I, I hope... Through this, you have to somehow get out of the comfort zone of faith that you're in right now. 
And I, there's, there's some faith that, that, of these teachings that I'm going to share. It's going to be very... It's going to be very building, and it's going to be very uplifting. It's going to be very encouraging. There's going to be some things that I say are going to be very stretching to you, and, and it's going to have to get you to, to, to really step outside of a box to believe that God can do some of this stuff because, you know, again, every time I see this, every time I look in this book, there are a lot of things in it that when you look at people wanted to celebrate and do the good things but didn't always want to hang around for all the rough stuff. <sighs> Just let me just illustrate for just a second. Go to John 14. Go to John chapter 14. I'm just going to lay some foundation for where we're going to go. John 14. I like hearing pages turn. I think that's cool. I like it. John 14, verses 6 and 7. Jesus said this. He said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said no one comes to the Father except through me. And he says in verse 7, he said, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Now, we hear that today, and we, we can take that and understand that to be truth. Amen? Imagine hearing that for the first time. Imagine somebody today standing before you. Well, there's people that do this. You know, it's kind of, kind of weird, but they do it. I mean, they, they get up and they say that no man can come to the Father except they come through me. I mean, you know, you, there are people that they're doing that. It's kind of scary. They all have the same kind of tennis shoes on and, you know, they all matching outfits and all that kind of stuff. You know, kind of, kind of scary, kind of weird. But, you know, get up and you say this stuff. And, but, but imagine hearing this for the first time, that you don't get to him except through me. Now, go to, go to John 6. Go back just a couple of chapters. And, and, and again, how, how weird is this? Because I want you to, again, just think about some of these things that are, that are being said. 65. 65 through 68. John, chapter 6. Did I say first John? Okay, I didn't? Okay, I still got first John on my brain from Wednesday. So. But John, chapter 6, uh, verses 65 through 68. It says, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it be granted to him by the Father. Now, just let that set for one second because I'm like, what's that? I have to do anything. Do you hear what he said a little bit later? He said that no one can get to the Father except through me. And then in this text, Jesus is speaking. He says this, you can't get to me unless you go through the Father. So he starts stretching these guys and starts telling them the stuff that's in here. And he starts, starts letting them see that, that we are one. Me and the Father are are one. It's just there's a connection. He didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. Nothing happened unless he saw his father do it, heard him say it. Now, again, everybody was doing this. They was pumped up and loving him. They was celebrating him. You understand the context it's just come out of. He had just got through feeding 5,000 people or 15,000, some theologians say, when you had the women, the children, everybody else that was there. He did all these great things with this little bag lunch of this little boy. And that'll draw a crowd. Amen. 
You know, you, you have a good program, you have a good plan, and you get a little good meal in you, that'll draw a crowd. And it says this, man, the multitudes begin to come around, and they begin to just, I'm, Jesus, man, was noticed. He was, he was everywhere. He just, I mean, they knew who he was. And every time he showed up, people couldn't even get inside the houses because of the crowd that was happening here. And, and, and I mean, everybody's like, man, this thing's pretty cool. I can follow this guy and get lunch. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, ridic- I'm a horrible fisherman, man. I can go follow this joker around, and I can get, just get supper. And so, man, it just, everybody just followed him around and just started, the crowds begin to come in, and, and they just begin to show up. And, and I'm telling you, you make something real easy, and, and, it, and it, it can draw a crowd. I'm not going to say too much about that right now. But you make something real you can draw a crowd. But he said this. He went on, he says, from that, that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Verse 66, he gets up there and he says, now, not only can you not get the Father except through me, you can't get to me except through the Father. And then this, and right before that, he started saying, I'm the bread of life, you got to eat me, and you got to drink my uh, you know, blood, eat my flesh, all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, they start saying, oh, wait a minute. I like fish and chips better. I like the number two platter, long just said, can I go back, can I get a number two? And no, he gets up there and starts saying, no, I'm not feeding you today. And this is what I'm going I'm to do. I'm going to challenge you, and now you have to do this. And this is what happened. This is, this is why. It says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter, man, he, Peter was awesome. Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Just just let this set for one moment. The multitudes walked away from Jesus because he says there's going to have to be some things happen. It ain't always going to be just this all the time. There's going to have to be some of this. You got to take some stuff in. You got they, they some principles. He starts talking about sowing and reaping and different things that are happening and putting seed in the right ground and all this kind of stuff. And when you start talking about some of those things, how many knows the crowds can thin out real quick? And he says this. But I think through this, and you, if, if we'll hang in here and we'll do this, we're going to see God do some incredible things. Amen. It's going to happen. God's going to do some great things. And it all starts with two words called our Faith. Go to First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter three, verses one through ten. Is that okay? Y'all all right? Y'all awake? We'll get a little ways into this and we'll we'll see what happens. Verses one through ten. Now this is how big of a deal our faith is. Now we I'm just we got to get this. Some of y'all builders that are builders know how to build. I don't know anything about building in the natural, but in the spirit, I understand, I understand how some things work, and i got to lay some stuff down because this is what happens. We don't get this solid foundation built. When I start telling you that, that, that God wants to open up blinded eyes and deaf ears want to open up and, and things that want to happen, and I start saying some of that stuff, you're gonna just, it's going to crash and it's going to burn because you ain't believe this first part, okay? I'm having fun because I know where we're going. Chapter one, uh, chapter three, verse one. It says this. This is this is again. This is Paul in Athens writing to the church in Thessalonica. He he's, he's trying to talk to them. He's talking to them about their faith. This is a big deal. He says this. He says, therefore, when we can no longer endure it, is that word, we thought it good to be left in Athens alone, and sent Timothy, our brother, 
minister, a brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and encourage you concerning your faith. Anytime you see the word faith, I want you to just say it with me like you spirit feel. All right, verse three. It said that no one could be shaken by these afflictions for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. For in fact, we told you before when we were with you that you would suffer tribulation just as it happened and you know. For this reason, when I can no longer endure it, I sent to know your faith. Lest by some means the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain. But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love and that you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see as we also uh, to see you. Therefore, brethren, in our, all our affliction and distress, we were comforted concerning you by your faith. For now we live in you and stand fast in the Lord, for that thanks can be rendered to God for you, for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before God. Night and day, praying exceedingly that you may see, that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Now, this is a very big deal. If if Paul's going to take the time and he's going to write to a church and and he, he's going he's going he's going to encourage these people and he's going to look at he's going to look at the level of faith in their life. Now, he doesn't do this. He, he, he sends Timothy out there, and then Timothy comes back, and he gives him this good report. And he starts telling him what was happening, what was going on. But this is what Paul was concerned about. He didn't say this. He said, I want you to send me the church attendance list. I want you to bring to me the given statement. And I want you to bring to me how many signed up for, for the New Believers Class 101, Salvation 101, and, and how many is on that, 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 that page, that list. He said, no, he asked this. He said, where, they're at, where are they concerning their faith? Because this is what happens. When you really become a faith person, all these other things will be in place. Mm, I got one all right out of that. That was good. The moment you do this, the moment you truly become a faith person, the moment you really come to this place to where it is just, well, it's not just something that, hey, I got a faith renew, but I'm not really a person of faith or whatever. But the moment you do this thing, the moment you become a faith person, you start believing, it won't have to be a look at how much the attendance was, how much the church giving was or whatever, because when you understand this and you become a true person of faith, you'll get in church, you'll give, you'll serve, you'll love, you'll do these things. And he understood this. If you're a person of faith, all this other stuff's just going to happen. It's just going to take place. And we're going to go there and things are going to take place along those lines. So he understood that because these people have to have some faith kicking and operating in their life. And he said this. And this is what I think is really cool. And as I studied this out, it made a whole lot more sense because the Bible says that what they were lacking in their faith. He said that he come here to do this, to perfect what is lacking in your faith. But as I studied this out, it wasn't no holes in their faith. Sometimes I think, I think sometimes we, 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 we look at this and something may not be happening and, and we pray for something, asking God to do something, and then we're saying, well, our faith is useless and, and I have no faith. And as a result, you know, the devil begins to beat you down and then you say, well, this just never, it wasn't God's will. 
Oh, Lord, I can hang out on God's will, you know, when you understand what it is and, and what God does have for you. And then you settle for that, and you say, well, well maybe it's what God's will and what's going to happen and all this kind of stuff. But listen, he said some things perfecting their faith and, and the lacking that was there. And again, this is not some mistakes or some holes because these guys are taught by Paul and by Timothy and, and by men of God, and, and they were seeing this, and God was doing some cool things there. Great things were happening. So again, it wasn't something that was lacking. It was this. He said that I believe is that he began to do this. He wanted to take Take them past the place that their faith was working on that level and take them into the next step of that. Because I, I, I do think that you have to operate on this level of faith before you go to the next level. Now, there are times when we see miracles and God's grace and he does incredible things and, and the sovereignty of God, it just is, man, it's amazing. But I believe God wants to operate, wants us to operate on this place. And so he said this, I believe he was wanting to take them somewhere. So again, as all this stuff begins to begin to make sense and begins to, to begin to come together, we understand that we're running this race. We're in this level of the race and we see God work on this level. He doesn't want us to stop there. He wants us to endure and begin to go to the next place. And then when you get to the next place, you see God do things there. And I believe God's going to take us to the place in this race that we see God doing things that are going to mess us up, just, just begin to not be explained by man and he's going to do incredible things because of our faith. Ah, I believe it. I think we're going to go to this place. So again, we have to understand all these things that are connected to these words. Now again, let's... Ah, oh my goodness. Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to have some cooler here in a minute, so that's why I'm, I don't want to keep you all night, but I'm going to do this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Who knows this, this, this text? that we're getting ready to read. Raise your hand real quick. Okay, good. We've taught on them before. We've, we've taught series around all this kind of stuff. And I want us to just pull out a couple of things quick, if we can, concerning this. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says that, you can read it with me, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Cool scripture, I love it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. And, and, and just, just for a second, I want to just talk about a couple of things. First of all, I want our faith to see that we have to be doing this. The very first word in this verse is the word now. Our faith has to be doing this. Our faith has to be right now. Okay? We have to have now faith. We have to have the faith that, that right now... That, that right now God can do whatever he, he wants to do. And, and, and again, a lot of times I think what happens is, again, he's trying to get us to believe for more and understand there's more out there. And so he's telling them there's just some things lacking, not that you've messed up, not that you're wrong in your theology, not that you've been wrong in your teaching, not in any of these things. But I believe that he's going to take us to a next step, a next place. So again, a lot of us think faith is this. We have the faith to get saved and we believe that Jesus Christ, I believe most everybody in this room believe this. Could be wrong. I know there's been times where everybody didn't believe this, but people have come in and connected, become part of this family, this thing that God's doing. But I believe that most everybody in this room believes that Jesus came to earth, lived this life, died on a cross, gave his life for each of us, raised from the dead, and is one day coming again, as we talked about last week. Can I? Amen. Yeah, I can just show it of hands. Mm, that's the first time you raise your hand in church. Feels good, don't it? Just, mm, but just, it just feels good. But, but I think a lot of times we think, well, 
That's it for me. That's, that's, what, that's what I have faith for. And some of you, that's all you have faith for. And if that's all you ever have faith for, that's all you'll ever see. And I, again, just perfecting the lacking in our faith. Now, again, not a mess up, but next step. Now, he, if all we ever think is, well, I'm going to come to church and I'm, and I'm just going to celebrate in the fact that, or maybe not even celebrate. Some of you just come because it's Sunday. You feel like, man, if I don't, I'm going to get that email from the pastor. And kind of, <laughs> hospitality team is going to follow up with me and I'm going to feel bad, so I better go. You know, but just, but I, I'm going I'm to come to church and it's going to be more than just the simple fact that I'm going to come just to celebrate that Jesus died on the cross for me. Now, don't let me in any way put the cross anywhere else other than what it is. That was enough. Amen. That's enough. If that's all he ever gave us, that's enough. If he didn't do anything else for you, if there's some things you've been believing for and, 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 and praying for and asking God to do, if he never does them, what he did there is plenty. That is more than enough, way more than we deserve. But because of God's grace, we can come and we can celebrate those things. But I believe this. I believe if we're going to see God do the crazy things that he wants to do, now here again, this is going to challenge some of you. And some of you are like, well, I, I'm okay with running a race. I'm okay with that. But when you start talking about some other stuff, it kind of messes me up a little bit. And, and again, Jesus asked the disciples, you know, they've left, or you going to go too. And this was what was cool. They hung around and changed the world. They hung around and changed the world. And, and this is where I believe some things begin to happen. It was that they have some now faith in operation in their life. And faith is for right now. Now, we celebrate on the, the fact that we're, we're, we're believers and we're going to heaven, if that's you. If not, today you can become a believer and celebrate that it can be an old happy day for you and we can we can celebrate that your sins have been washed away and and we'll sing that song again and you know what it don't matter to me it's good but for all those things but here's the deal god is now wanting to do this and it's going to take now faith to have to see this happen and we need to get up and do this every Sunday morning. I, I got a text this morning. I loved it. And it was so encouraging to said man today it's going to be some God's going to do some stuff today I wrote back, amen, in the name, yeah, just, whew, I mean, I just felt it because here's the deal. It is now faith in operation. You see that? And we have to do this. We have to come to every gathering, every place, going to work, going to schools, understanding that now faith has to be operating in our life. We sat here and hung out, and I sat in a stool right there, and we just talked about First John's uh, Wednesday night, and we began to just pour the Word of God out and, and begin to set this, 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 this text in order in First John chapter 1, and we just began to, I could, I could see some things changing on some people as we began to talk about John and, and how John started off this first chapter of, of First John chapter 1 talking about the fact that he saw Jesus. He heard him. He heard him with his hand. And I love, he even goes on to say that he put his hands on him. And that he put his hands on him and there was a connection made. And, and as I began to watch that, and, and, and just people began to grab a hold of that fact that, I mean, this was a witness, someone who saw this thing happen. And, and, and he just began to tell them all, all the incredible things that took place. And he was telling them this so that they could experience it for themselves. It was, it, was just, it was just cool. So that those who read it can understand that. And so today when we read that, we're hearing someone firsthand who saw that. 
That's pretty neat. I mean, it's okay for me to tell you something. But it's another thing for you to experience it for yourself. And so we just begin to build faith in the room, begin to just, just, you know, God can do whatever. He can do anything he wants to do. And we had somebody there who was having some problems in her back and, and in their neck and her shoulders and said, man, i got to go get an MRI and all this kind of stuff. There were some of the men and, and that gathered around him and prayed the prayer of faith over him and instantly... In the name of Jesus, instantly, this guy was healed, and it was just so cool. I don't think this person ever experienced anything like that. We will get them to testify real soon about what happened because they were just, you could just see their face, man. And some of y'all was there Wednesday night, you know what I'm talking about. It was just like, he raised in his arms, and he was just like, I couldn't do that before. You know, we're, you know, it's hard for us. We don't celebrate enough when somebody else gets a victory. If it's not ours, we don't, we don't celebrate that enough, but, but we should. But he was over there doing some stuff he couldn't do before, and he was celebrating some things he'd never been able to celebrate before because of the now faith that happened in his life. And we have to see that every time we come together, now faith can happen. We think, well, now faith can happen if we bring in a special speaker and a special singers and we have a special event and we do something or we go somewhere. Then we think now faith can happen. There was a big crusade happened over to Balo Center last week, this week, or whatever it was. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, thousands upon thousands showed up, and, and people believe that, that now faith can do something because somebody came to town. Here's the deal. Jesus came to town. I'm thankful for what God's doing through them. I'm celebrating with them and what's happening through different ministries, and that's incredible. But now Jesus did this, and now the Jesus who they saw and they heard and they touched through the Spirit of God and through our faith, now we can touch Him, we can see Him, we can hear Him, and now God can do these things. And here's the deal. Nobody has to come to town with a big name because the name above every name Jesus Christ came to town, gave his life for us, died on a cross, and today our faith can move mountains. I believe that. I believe that. Our faith has to be for right now. Right now. You know, I love, you know, I'm, I'm always showing you, showing you how smart I am. Man, you know the word now in the Greek, it means now. Amen. Mm. I felt revelation's power. Just, I mean, just that right now, Pastor, Pastor, are you saying this? Terry, you really believe that right now where I'm sitting, God can do something? Absolutely. And I believe a lot of times we miss that even. I think a lot of times we're waiting until that fourth song gets sung in the altar, and if the Spirit of God really gets to moving, then I'm going to go down and I'm going to get my Jesus song. Listen to me. Right now, where you're sitting, God can do whatever you need him to do right now. Right now. Whew, I believe that. I believe that. Right now, just do this. Bow your heads. Just close your eyes. Father, right now, let the spirit of faith come to your people, Lord. I thank you that right now, we don't have to wait till somebody sits at this piano stool or we anoint with oil, but God, I believe that right now, you can begin to meet the needs of your people. If you've got a special need, I just want you to do this. I just want you to just raise your hands up to God. If you have a special need, something you've been praying for, I believe that God can do it right now. I believe he can do it in this place, in this moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I believe that this is a now moment for someone. This is now faith. 
faith in operation. I believe that somebody's mountain is being moved now because of their faith, God. Let them believe again. God, where there's been doubt and unbelief and, and, and fatigue and failure, God, let a spirit of endurance right now come to your people, God. Let them believe again, God. Let them believe one more time that you're who you said you are and you can do this in their life. God, do it right now. Do it right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Just do it right now, God. Mm, come on, just right now. Just stay in that moment. Just stay in that moment right now. Hallelujah. Lord, do your work right now, Father. Do your work right now. Come on, some of you, you're going to miss this because this is different. Come on, they, they, they was looking for Jesus to come in this big white horse and, 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 and guns a-blazing and, and all the, all the, the, the regalia and all the, 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 just, uh, the hoopla going around it. But man, he came down that little street on a little donkey and so many people missed him because it wasn't what they thought. Right now, believe. Hmm. <laughs> just right now, believe. Well, make a connection with somebody near you right now. And God, we just want to do what you want to do in this place. We want to get in the flow of what you want to do right now. Just make a connection with somebody. You can just put your hand on the shoulder. It just, just believe in them. Just come in agreement with them right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whew, Holy Spirit's doing something right now. I break off doubt and unbelief out of this room. Huh. Let a spirit of endurance right now come to your people, Lord. I pray that faith is built to a place, God. We just trust you what's been done, the finished work at Calvary, Lord, the finished work that's been done so that we can celebrate in this moment, that we can do this through our faith, Lord. We believe you today, God. Hallelujah. We, just, we, we, we break off doubt and unbelief right now. We believe you. We believe you, Lord. We've celebrated. Some of, some of you have celebrated on that one level, and God's ready to take you to the next place of, in the race. Father, do your work right now, Lord. Oh. Come on, just turn this place into a place of prayer right now. Come on, just turn it into a place of prayer right now. Hallelujah. Just pray for one another. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for this right now. We thank you for what you're doing. Oh, man, I, don't, I could care less about an outline right now. I could care less about it, about an outline. Come on, just right now, grab this moment. <laughs> come on, just honor him right now. Oh, man, just, come on, just turn it into a place of prayer right now. Turn this into a place of worship right now. Come on, turn it into a place of praise right now. Father, we glorify you, God. Your house has been made of other things, but Lord, right now, you've called to be a house of prayer, Lord. We just pray, Lord. We, just, we, we come to you right now, Lord. Oh, man. Mm. Come on. Just, if you have a need, raise your hand up one more time. Raise your hand. Just keep it up. One more time. I'm going to look around. I don't know who I'm praying for right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, every hand is lifted up. Every hand that's raised, God, is raised in faith today, God. I, I, I know how the enemy is trying to work and speak other things to them right now. Let them only hear your voice, God, right now. Let him only hear the voice of the Lord in this place right now. Let him only hear the voice of your word that now is a time, Lord, that you can do, Lord, in their life what they need, Father. I pray for a spirit of faith to come. Hallelujah. Come on, let healing flow right now, Lord. Do your work, God, in this place. Just do your work in this place, Lord. Just do your work in this place, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man.
I never knew that when God gave me this scripture for this morning that he was going to stop it and want us to do this, but he wants to do this right now. Hmm. Hallelujah, Lord. We ask you to do your work right now. Confirm your word to your people, Lord, right now. I mean, I, I want to do this just for a moment. I just can we, I, I'm just telling you, this is a now moment. I just, I just want to just, just pray for you. Have that special need if you, if you want to come to this altar. We want to just pray with you right now. Some of you, it's going to happen right there, right now, in that moment. It's going to happen. God's wanting to do this in this place today. He's wanting to interrupt us and do this work right now. If you just, if you, if you have a special need, if you want to just have someone come in agreement with you right now, we want to come, we want to come to, with you in prayer. We want to come in in prayer. Amen. They're coming down. Just come on down. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your word. We confirm it right now, Lord. Right now, God. Thank you, Jesus. Who, man. Hmm. You stand, you can kneel, you can do whatever you need to do. We're just going to come. Oh, man. <laughs>